Hello and welcome to the Pompey Politics Podcast. Blue and yellow till we die. I'm Ian Tiny Morris. And I'm Simon Sansbury. Well, um, second week running, we've having problems with the link between Zoom and Facebook, so apologies for a late start there. It wasn't that you complicated. You claimed it was all ready to press five minutes ago, didn't you? But it you? was, and then all of a sudden the button disappeared. It wasn't me. There's a t-shirt in that. There, yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's a t-shirt and probably three movies in that. Um, I think there probably is, mate. Happy birthday, old chum. Yes, happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to the podcast. Should we sing happy birthday or... I don't. I don't think. We, I think there's been enough of that in the last few weeks, hasn't there? As you scrubbed your hands red raw. <laughs> yes. So um, yes, um, it was a year ago today that we started our little podcast. It was. It was, and um, and that funny I, thing. I was thinking about that though. It's was it a year ago today that we recorded, or a year ago that we published? I've gone by published date. I, I've got a funny feeling we may uh, have recorded uh, the day before. Um, or I may have put it up the same evening. I, I can't honestly recall. But um, but yeah, we, we definitely... This is... I, I've gone by... This is the day that we actually aired our first episode. Oh, so, I wonder what we sound... What, what did we sound like back then, Simon? What did we sound like? Well, shall we take a trip down memory, memory, memory lane where I could still speak... Um, and um, you've been on the rosé again. I've not. That's what's. That's just so annoying. I've not been on the rosé. So this is how we sounded um, on the 18th of April, 2019. Hello, and welcome to the Pompey Politics Podcast. Blue and yellow till we die. I'm Simon Sansbury, and I'm Ian Tiny Morris. <laughs> You've not heard of us before, or you've at least not heard of the podcast before. Uh, so that was how we sounded then. Did you notice the cat growling in the background? I did, I did. I, I put more, rather a dark emphasis on die as well, which I'm, I think looking back <laughs> over the last year is, uh, yeah, no, oh, bless. That was when we were we were there in the studio, as it were, with my guide dog. I, I don't think they'd met Millsy before, and I, it was no, a slight not. culture shock to the uh, the feline members of your family to have my giant retriever um, just in the mix. Yes, yes. We've learned many things over the last year, and one of the things that my household has learned is that the cats have cautiously learned to accept Millsy, but... Yeah, he doesn't seem bothered by them, and he doesn't no, no, really he, make a fuss. He, but they just—he yeah. doesn't I'm care sure at I all. I like him. I'm not sure I like him. But um, no, obviously recording virtually, we don't have to worry about any of those. So we're in week five of lockdown, and uh, or week four for yourself, I think. And uh, yeah, well, we've we've covered a fair amount of ground in the last year, haven't we? We have. So it's been interesting. I, I so we, if you list out, so you think that. Um, we probably couldn't have predicted what the next 12 months would have been like. So if we, if we could go back in time and tell April, 2019, Simon and Ian, this is what's going to happen in the next 12 months. We'd have thought it was one of those things of some of these things are true and some of these things are not true. Yeah, no. And again, you know, all a year from now we'll be in the grip of a global pandemic all shutting our houses with the, economy you know in absolute free fall and on fire and you know tragedy all around us well i think if we did predict that we would have been probably considered 
Yeah, slightly darker than, I'm not sure we would have had quite the audience we would have done if that would have been our opening gambit, but um, yeah. Yeah, it would, yeah. Have, it would have entirely been a, diff- a different show. So casting, casting our minds back. So yes, April 2019, two brothers-in-law, we sat down, we recorded our first podcast. Um, but we've tackled we've 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 tackled many things in our own in our own way. We've we've covered many different um, subjects. We've we've welcomed six different councillors onto onto the show. Heard from four different parliamentary candidates. The leader and the deputy leader of Portsmouth City Council. We've heard the benefit of Jerry Brown's forensic analysis of around council finances. We've um, engaged with the community campaigner, the editor of a trusted local digital news outlet. Um, and we've had our first international guest. Yeah, we've not done bad in a year, and it's uh, you know you look back at that, and I suppose for first of all we've got to we've we've fessed up before we'd be better. The the first published article was not the first podcast, was it? No, we've, um, <laughs> we've still got the, the two and a half hour long Brexit rant that lives in the archives, never to see the light of day. It was similar to I think cats maybe, growling maybe and the, growling and growling Next year, we might have to sit down and have a listen to it and realise just how awful it was. Um, well, it, it certainly wasn't anything that our um, our listener would have would have wanted to listen to. Um, no. And um, well, I, but I think it was good. It was cathartic. I think we needed to get that out out yeah. of off, and off our chests in order to kind of get onto and. But we've we've fallen, I think, into into a good way of working we've um we've fallen into a into a sort of a routine into how we interact with each other and how how we welcome our guests and how we how we ask them questions we're, we're definitely not andrew marr or andrew neil no um, no um so we're not kind of we're not <laughs> i was going to do my andrew neil then and today we've got that's not a, a man that's, who can fly stop. don't just just stop that's rubbish that's absolute rubbish um because um, if you start doing andrew neil i have to start doing michael portillo um and yeah. you know that's not going to work and i haven't got trousers that color and although i like trains i'm not that obsessed by them no no now, the guests have made it though haven't they i think that that's that's been the dimension you know that that makes a, a real difference and we were just doing the numbers weren't we it's uh i think we've had We've had five episodes with Lib Dems yep, on, and it tells me you're broadcasting. Four. Right, kick it. Yep. Oh, hang on. Okay. Oh, sorry. I clicked into a page to interact with the people that were joining us on the page, and it started actually playing the <laughs> playing the podcast. So, sorry, go on. You were talking about. No, no, yeah, we've had five Lib Dems on. Yeah, five. five. Um, we've only had we've had two different Labour members on but we've had one on three times are the uh the lovable scamp from uh, charles dickens cal corkery has uh, he's he's joined us three times and has been always been great value as cal um only had two conservatives on though i feel like i might be an oppressed minority um oh god okay there's i'm gonna see the violence inherent in the system help help i'm being repressed stop it stop it um, you are um, King. I didn't vote for you. <laughs> uh, no, but people are voting for us by either listening to us or not listening to us, or or just deriding us in other mediums. So, and of course, yeah. that that they are entirely open to do because um, everyone has opinions. Um, and we we we've held open arms to um, to invite um, to invite others on, and we'd we'd like that's something that I don't know about you. I'd like to see continue in into the into our new year. Is is a bit more of a diversity of of our guests um yeah. from yep. not just the main political parties but some of them 
you know, some of the yeah, others. Yeah, we've got to be honest, though, haven't we? We, we, we? We've offered the Greens a slot, and we've also, also offered to PPP the Portsmouth oh, don't, Progressive. Don't insult them by messing up their name now again. Yeah, but I can't remember their name. But but well, Jeanette Smith and Claire Udy will always be welcome on the pod. As I say, I'd like to think we've always given anyone who's uh, who's stepped forward a, a reasonably a reasonably gentle conversation, and we've always been happy to platform you know different views to our own. Indeed, indeed. So, what was our what was our first episode like? Hey, eh? what was it? So, what did we do? Was it spreadsheet? Was it the old um, we we? Didn't we? It was a bit of a sweepstake. It was us predicting how the May council elections were going to go. Yes. And we went ward by ward. And from memory, you predicted a clean sweep from the Lib Dems in pretty much every seat. And I took a much more balanced view, as is often the way. Christ, when I'm the voice of reason. Jesus, how bad are we? Um, so, yeah, I think episode one was the uh, was the prediction. And I think episode two was the was the results yes which i'm still fairly convinced that you cheated and claimed you got more right than i did um i don't know i mean you can call a steward's inquiry if you want but yeah i demand a recount (laughs) um so yeah we um yeah so we yeah you're right our first episode was our um was basically led by your your fantastic spreadsheets so some analysis that you'd done uh, about how you thought the votes might go in the local elections and then our second episode was trying to figure out how right and how wrong we were and we were both we were a bit of both weren't we 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 were wrong on some things we were right about some other things um i mean overall i don't think either of us really kind of anticipated a massive a massive change in control no. it was just kind of where some where some different um wards landed um but then our third episode we invited on our first set of guests, didn't we? We invited on the um, three of the councillors um, who'd been elected in in those elections, um, which was really nice. That was when we get to we got to meet Cal uh, Cal Corkery, uh, Dave Ashmore, lovely Dave Ashmore, the lovely, the much loved Dave Ashmore, the man of Fratton himself, um, and of course Scott Peter Harris, who was entirely not what I'd expected. God love him. I thought he's going to turn up with a monocle, possibly having ridden to your house on a penny farthing with the, uh, hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. I am Scott Peter Harris. <laughs> no. uh, so that was what I was expecting. Really? He's not, yeah. like, he's not like a Portsmouth you version of Jacob Rees-Mogg. You can't Rees-Mog. be called not... Scott Peter Harris and not have a tweed suit okay. I'm, 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 no, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not saying I was disappointed I was just surprised I had him sort of you know I, I thought you know, I had him in the sort of William Rees-Mogg mode you know and he was going to turn up with a cummerbund and he didn't he, he was all proper Pompey geezer um, no well he it, well I think he hedged, hedged his bets with his cap a bit to be fair so was it a, uh, was it a tweed cap um, I think, if memory serves, I think it was. I'm, I'm not sure he's gonna uh, nice. he's gonna call me out so, if it's not. I mean, so, it, so. It, he wore it well. Um, well you know, um, it, it wouldn't be my choice, but I'll, I'll find different ways to cover how bald I am. I'm not saying that Scott's going bald, but um, but yeah, we had a, a a good string a good string of interviews there. Um, and then before we even knew it, we were talking about President Trump coming to Portsmouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that a thing? And again, it was, it was one of those a, a very interesting. A lot of the themes we've covered, isn't it, is about, you know, proportional reaction and, 
you know, it, again, I, I remember that Trump episode because it was that, you know, he is such a diversive character. And if you look at, in the world now, just over the last the last month, his his performance is just getting more and more lampoonable. You kind of look at it and think, you know, possibly the reason why Spitting Image has been off air for so many years is because actually some of the politicians do a much better job of being spitting imagery than um, than the puppets would ever make of it. Well, I, I, I joked that satirists up and down the country were out of work because there was no absolutely no way they could compete with what the real-life politicians were doing. So... Um, <laughs> You know, so, you know, words to those effects. So, uh, yeah, so we didn't invite Trump on, but we did talk about how the 75th D-Day commemorations showed the city in a glowing in a glowing international spotlight. It was a really, really uh, proud moment for the uh, city. Brilliant time, wasn't it? And again, I think it, it, it's very poignant, isn't it? As we look ahead, you know, we've got another three weeks of lockdown. That expires on Thursday, the 7th of May, and it is the VE Day bank holiday that was moved to friday the 8th of may straight afterwards so unfortunately uh, i i cannot see any kind of relaxation just before a may bank holiday weekend because i have a sneaking suspicion that may get yeah that that has all the potential to be very mm. untidy doesn't it yeah it it um it, it does so um we should we should see how things work out whether to be honest um things end up being um eased at that point or not um i'd I'd suspect not but you know who knows so we we also in that episode where we where we'd invited those three successful candidates that were councillors um onto the show we'd introduce the world to the pompey politics pot of pondering oh now if if some of you didn't join for those early episodes and uh, were not aware of the pot of pondering this was probably our one of our a lot of the stuff we do in the early days was very low tech you know the 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 the, the, the pot of pondering is as its name suggests and metal saucepan uh, i should have, i should have actually got should i go i'll go grab it in a second but yeah it's literally a a saucepan a saucepan from my kitchen um it i'd never is it an active saucepan or a more dormant saucepan i think they're all dormant to be fair in my kitchen are you you're not a great cook you've got a boiled pasta haven't you well yes but was it a um, pasta pan the pan's a pan isn't it really i'm gonna get lampoon now that's it um so um yeah it, it was just a pan that was kind of surplus to requirements really in my kitchen that um that we then cunningly filled with a set of questions on post-it notes that were ferociously deviously difficult to actually open um so the the idea being that our guests selected a question at random from a a preset list of questions so that they all had the chance of facing the same questions but they weren't all necessarily facing exactly the same questions which i thought was quite a good way of of um of dealing with it um and it certainly it certainly made it a bit interesting well i thought uh, well and I, I i guess for me one of the probably the biggest thing that i've learned over the, the course of this last year when we deal with local politicians is that they seem to violently agree on almost everything um you know and and the world you know particularly if you you 
you know, you live in the online world and you look at local political forums and you look at the 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 level of sort of angst and crossness always seems pretty high. And then whatever the party of, of the people that we've had on, maybe we you know, only the nice ones come to see us, but everyone seems perfectly decent. And, you know, most sort of, you know, the, the level of agreement is pretty good up to, you know, almost on everything. I don't see too much sort of massive divergence. Yeah, I, I must admit, I, that's something that, that struck me as well, was that, um, you know, the, these are passionate and dedicated local campaigners that have then put themselves forward as candidates and after lots and lots of hard work, been elected as councillors. Um, and they're all just working really, really hard to try and shape a better Portsmouth. Um, but yeah, right, it, it did. It was an eye opener for me to see just how much they agreed on what the issues were. I think the divergence was how to address them, mm. um, and that kind of seems to be the issue. So I think actually most of the most of the arguments and most of the really venomous stuff seems to live on Twitter and Facebook. Um, or, you know, to live in the response to each other's leaflets. Because the only people that seem to get really excited about political party leaflets are people that actually are in the, you know, are responsible for creating political yeah. party leaflets. Um, so and I've noticed that you've never posted one through my door in Braille, have you? Eh? I, mm. I've not, no. Um, and that is something I've, I've, I've questioned about. But then again, can you read Braille? No. So then what would be the point of that? So I'm quite happy to um, provide you with a digital version so that you can your audio description software can read it to you. Well, you could you could read it to me like a bedtime story. I mean, I could if you'd like. Um, um, but but this is the thing is that you know um, <laughs> you know it, it's important that local politics is accessible. But yeah, there's just that kind of fundamental thing of like any other group of people. If anyone's ever tried to deliver any form of change in the workplace. Most of the time, there's a broad agreement about what the problem is, but you yep. usually get a, you usually get that disagreement about what is the most effective way to solve that, and uh, and and I think that's the kind of the interesting thing. So that kind of seems to be a, a thing for the political landscape. A lot of this, a lot of the convers, a lot of the responses to the questions about what would you, if money was no object, what would you, you know, what would you instigate in Portsmouth for environmental policy, for example? You know, quite a broad consensus of responses around that, although the particular you know, act that each of our respondents would would say was 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 you know something slightly different. Um, they yeah, all, they all really kind of wanted something to to make the to make the city uh, a cleaner a cleaner and greener a greener place. So yeah, yeah, but no nobody was bold enough to opt to opt for global pandemic as the solution, were they? Hey, eh? don't start don't start that. Don't <laughs> global. You can't. Cl oh God, I'm sorry, listener. Green um, dividend? No, stop it. Um, so um, yeah, so we've we've weathered all sorts of political storms, but we've also weathered meteorological ones. We'd if we'd know now, if, sorry, if we'd know then what we know now about how to how to do our podcast without being in the same um, in the same place, we wouldn't have had the problems that we'd had with our episodes when the storm. We seem to have a succession of actual oh, storms, didn't we? I've forgotten about them. Yeah, yeah. There was one evening where I just did the. I'm sorry, mate. I'm not coming round because I'll die. Yeah. Which to be Which fair, was like in, a reasonable you know, decision yeah, to I, stop I, I the thought podcast. That was I thought that was an entirely reasonable point. To be fair. And then, of course, we had the curse of the Pompey Politics podcast. 
What was the curse? The election. <laughs> what, the election, what, the general itself? Yeah. So, so the thing that nobody expected but was entirely predictable as the country kind of descended into um, into political crisis after the unprorogation, if that's even a word, of, you know, the unsuccessful prorogation of Parliament um, and then, you know, arguments across the chamber in Westminster and, and trying to kind of find a way forward. So, yes, then the the general election that that was going to happen but was the first December general election for nearly 100 years. Um, that um, so that made a made an interesting kind of uh, point to talk about. Um, the results perhaps weren't necessarily really surprising for the city. Um, well, in how they went, I, I believe we were entirely responsible, weren't we? Did, do you? Well, in the fact that the the two people that won were the two people that turned down the offer to be on the show. Yes. <laughs> so if you're a political candidate, and what you want to learn from that is, don't agree to be on the show until you've won your election. Is that what you're saying? That would seem to be what the data is telling us. Well, maybe that's what Kirsty figured out. So, because um, we were before the whole kind of pandemic thing and the lockdown um, kind of hit, we we'd lined we'd lined up actually we were gonna we were gonna speak to three first time candidates um, for the up what were the upcoming uh, May local elections. Um, and Kirsty Meller for, was was standing for the for the Labour Party, and she was lined up, but as the as the pandemic situation occurred, um, you know, we, um, we, you, she decided that um, that um, that wasn't kind of the right thing for her. And to be fair, we kind of changed the editing of the episode anyway. We didn't want to. Yeah, it, we, well, we actually had three on. lined up, didn't we? we yeah, had Charlie we had Douglas from the Conservatives, mm -hmm. and I think you had Kimberly yeah, Barrett, Barrett from the yeah. Lib Dems. So this could suggest that we're actually. We've got at least three episodes, uh, presuming they put themselves forward next year. We're, we're actually, we're planning nearly a year ahead, Simon. This is massive progress. Oh, good grief. That's, no, we can't be that organised. Something's bound to go wrong. Or as you say, that will be the Pompey politics curse. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Um, yeah. and we'll work no, it. And we'll, they, they, they'll, 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 I'm, I'm sure they'll come on. Yes, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be fine. So, yeah, so we've, um, so, yeah, so we've also covered, we've covered uh, three different party leadership elections. Yeah, oh yeah, of course we yeah. have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we, we talked. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, were you we first out of the blocks with your wee Scottish lady. <laughs> yeah, so we talked about the we talked about the the Lib Dem leadership election that um that you know that obviously um turned out the way it did um with results um and you know unfortunately with the with the then general in in December um we talked about the the Labour leadership and of course the the conversation the what seemed to be a rather drawn out process for the Tories the Tories against Tories kind of contest um I, I remember expressing some dislike for that I didn't think that much of that Boris guy I mean thank god we'd never hear much of him anymore you, you were not keen were you <laughs> no so we, we also talked we also covered uh the European elections that you didn't want to have Oh, what a bloody waste of time that was, wasn't it? <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, uh, and um, yeah. So we've and then and then as the year kind of progressed on, we'd as as we say, we descended into the perhaps um, inevitable but necessary and unpalatable conclusion of a general election that um, that then turned out the result that um, that well, I can't say I'm I'm a fan of. Everyone was happy with. Um, I can't say that's the case, but um, at least fifty percent of the presenters were happy with. Well, at the end of the day, the voters voted the way they did, and they did. We are where we are. 
Um, but that also drew us on to our first ever live streamed episode, which we either bravely or stupidly did um, at 11 o'clock at night to mark our exit from the EU on the 31st of January. Yes, we did. Was there beer on that episode? I think there I was. Think, yes, there was. There was beer on that episode. I think we've had a... I think, I, and I can't remember which one it was. One of our earlier episodes we had with beer. Yes. And and I'm not sure that one went quite so well. But I've, I remember the Brexit special as going reasonably well, despite there being beer. Yes, there, there was beer. Uh, and to be fair... Um, we didn't. We weren't overwhelmed with um, w- with a following that night. Um, whether that was just that, you know, depending on which side of the argument you were on, you were you wanted to kind of sob in sorrow in solace, or um, or whether if you were on the other side of the argument, you were busy celebrating elsewhere. We um, did have somebody who had who who had said they would have loved to have come on, but were probably not going to be in the best of shape by their, their time. We actually, uh, yes, we yes. Building, um, so, I mean, that uh, might so. have made for quite an interesting episode, but I I can understand why um, why an experienced counsellor might not necessarily want to go on a on a live podcast when they're actually full drunk. of ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can understand why that might ne- not necessarily be a um, a good thing for their career. Um, so yeah, we've um, we've had a we've you know many many kind of things have happened. Obviously, recently, we, as we touched on just before, we you know we, we're dealing with the with the local elections being cancelled, um, and looking a bit into the national and local government response to the to the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, and you know that's naturally obviously occupied occupied our most recent our most recent episodes, uh, and. Like the rest of the country, we've made good use of video conferencing. Yeah, and I think uh, I th- think that's that's similar to you know one of the things where you look at the way the country's gone, and you look at the way the world of work has gone, and you know there is an element of people have always been very sort of resistant of video conferencing and you know again i I, I confess myself i've traveled halfway across the country for the meetings and you think well actually do you know this this seems to work reasonably well and you know i think we touched on it last week you know it was your sister and my wife's 50th birthday party and we pulled together a zoom meeting where we invited relatives you know from across the globe which we never would have done um if there hadn't have been the kind of global pandemic and and you know no way to meet face to face yeah it, it it just causes um it just kind of prompts people to to think differently um and to, and to think of kind of different ways to do things and to and to look at the positives of the of the situation so yeah it it's been an interesting year and we've done we've done all that you and I are still talking <laughs> Well, I, I think there is an element of, you know, look, probably arm, arm, and it's interesting, isn't it, that whilst we've sat on, on, you know, in different political perspectives, I think we've always been pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. I think probably our, you know, the, 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 the area where, if ever we got proper vexed, was on the whole Brexit thing, wasn't it? You know, that was the one that, that if anything was going to cause proper tension, while we were still in the are we going to leave? Are we not going to leave? Is there going to be a second vote? Is there not going to be a second vote? Um, I think that, and it, you know, that that was that for me was the very divisive issue for the entire year. Um, well, it, it, I think like lots of other people, it caught it. Um, the the B word 
cause disagreement and splits in families? I mean, to be fair, although, like you said, we our initial, um, our, first, our if you like, our episode 0.5 that, that never aired um, was... It was reflective of, of kind of the te- the tension around that, but um, like lots of other families, you can't you just have to kind of find a way to get on, um, and um, you know whether whether you disagree about a particular thing doesn't make you know doesn't make um, one person evil. No, and I think the the other thing for me with it is that it was it was the most binary of decisions, which meant that there could only ever be heads or tails you know you, they, they talk in business often looking for the win-win situation and looking for the you know and it, again it, you know we, we look back and it was a binary decision in or out it was heads or tails and you know so I think you know when we look back on that there could only ever be you know winners and losers and yeah um, and yeah and, and unless and unless whoever was winning was winning by a massive majority, by you know like seventy yeah. percent or so, there was always going to be a really massively sizable portion of the country that was going to be really really hacked off. Yeah, so, yeah, it was always going to be, um, and, and uh, yeah, but and um, and you know again, I think for a future episode, I, I guess we will, you know, I, I there is an element of this pandemic is going to be with us in some you know shape or form for 6 12 18 months so i can't see how you know again we'll pick that up on a future episode a i can't see how things will go on the timings that we were planning and i think you know again having read a lot in terms of europe and where europe is with this pandemic and just seeing you know what it might mean the other side of it i think you know this could be a well this is going to be a seismic shock to the whole world order going forward and and we'll have to probably do a bit of research for that one to see where the world goes next yeah i I think kind of what you're hinting on there is uh, because there is a um i guess there's a question in some circles about whether it would be appropriate to ask for an extension in the circumstances of basically the whole world is going to hell in a handcart at the minute and is that the right time to initiate another economic shock to the country or another another massive bolt of uncertainty to all of those small businesses um, up and down the country that are dealing with the issues of the pandemic um I don't want to get. Yeah. I, I'm deliberately no, and again, let's let's not go there now because this one needs some thinking about in yeah. terms of you know things it, such yeah. as you know talking about shortened supply chains and mm. local manufacturing and and all of those good things. Yeah. So I think there's a there's, there's a there's, whole there's there, a whole probably series of episodes in that one. There, there probably is. So it'd be really interesting to um to hear. Well, so really, I guess what we'd say to our listener, I say listener, um there are there is more than one hopefully, um at the moment. So. What are your favourite episodes? Are the comment and messages on on the Facebook page, um, or if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to message us because you wanted to join the actually join the podcast, come and come and join us. We'd love come to join us. Here, we're, so. we're we're welcoming you. You see how we treat other guests, so um, we're we're be not brave. here to kind of um, be, be. talk over people and to um, and to and to belittle their points of view. At the end of the day, we're here to to listen and explore. Um, and find common ground that kind of scary thing um so yeah so please do message comment 
ping us in all of the in all of the usual ways. So, so we got a spreadsheet. We have everybody. We've always got a spreadsheet. To be fair, that Love is it. that's our default position. Yeah, it is. Uh, to be fair, the glory of spreadsheets, and and again, so you know, looking back over that last year. Hang on. So we, are we entering we, into the countdown? Top ten. We're entering into the top ten. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Where's me? Why is? See, my computer is just deciding to hang now. Okay, so let's so let's do it to our. So obviously, we get stats to to tell us which are the most popular episodes um, of the last year. So. So fade that up, mate. You gotta fade that up. Yeah, I'd, I'm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, well, for though that was uh, less than forty seconds, so you can't charge us royalties for it. The great Led Zeppelin, so, whole lot of love. So in ten, what was what was what was in ten? Well, in ten was one. It was episode seven called "The Drugs Don't Work; They Just Make Things Worse." Now I wonder whether I had taken some because I do not remember this episode. The Peterborough by-election. Do you remember a Peterborough by-election? Yes. So there was there was a um, a Peterborough by-election. Yeah, that, that that's not adding any value at this no, point. I, mate. Oh, all right. I'm just look, I'm just I'm just easing into the. <laughs> this is how the look, don't do a James O'Brien on me or a or a you know um, or certain other presenters on LBC. Um, so much as I love James O'Brien, but um, so no, no, no. Let me speak. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's. Um, it, there, there are other presenters on LBC that that really I don't I can't listen to because they just shout and talk over the, all, all over the over people and they don't give them a chance to kind of um, answer and I just don't think you know what's the point in inviting someone on if you're just going to talk over them anyway so um, yeah so that was the one where we talked about um, that particular election um, because. There was a by-election there, and that was the one where Nigel Farage was hoping that he was going to secure an MP. Yes, um, and had chucked lots of um, lots of effort behind that. Um, had showed up actually at the at the counting venue, um, but was smuggled out the door ten ten minutes before the um, the count the the result was announced to the public. So obviously, um, when the result had been announced to the um, to the candidates and to their agents um yeah. that was when he, he he did a bulk so i think he was really really hoping for that to be his seismic shift um well and maybe... i think the one thing we can agree on that's good over the last year is there's got to be a seismic shift that means that he goes away now he's done well i don't know because because some media organizations keep putting him on the television and some um some newspapers keep quoting him even though i mean the guy's got no expertise on well, lots of subjects, but he definitely hasn't got any expertise on ep- epidemiology. He's not a virologist, so I don't understand why why he keeps being asked um, for opinions about about things. And it's just a strange coincidence that he always seems to have the same opinion as Trump. Um, but um, completely. But I, I, I would call that a seismic shift. Um, but maybe he's a seismic. Sh- uh, let's move on. I nine it was episode sixteen, which was. Election fever, can you feel it? Yes. Which, if I remember rightly, I, I went all 70s disco on you at the start of that one. 
yes, but thankfully without the platform shoes, because um, yeah. um, that wasn't really going to work out well. Um, so uh, yeah, so we we talked about the um, the start of the general election campaigns, um, and we looked specifically at Portsmouth South, it being that um, kind of at that point looking like a close three way marginal. Um, that's changed hands between them that had changed hands between the three major parties in the last three elections um, and discussed the parliamentary candidates um, for all the yeah. major parties um, and you know the but we found that was interesting because all of the all of the, the three major candidates in Portsmouth South um, in the last general election so Gerald Bernard Jackson party leaders. For the, yes, yep. um, Stephen Morgan for Labour and Donna Jones for the Conservatives were all that were all the party leaders. So that made kind of an interesting an interesting dynamic um, to that. Um, so yeah, that was um, that was so we, that was number nine. Yeah. So in eight, uh, we touched on it already, which was uh, episode twenty four. Live means live when we uh, we uh, covered the exit from the the new one. One of the, I particularly liked was. Uh, Episode twenty-seven, which is you know in position six, which was the fake news special. So um, we had local activist Ivy Burrows on, and again another one of those interesting dynamics. It would be fair to say that and Ivy and I do not see eye to eye online, and 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 regularly have some fairly uh, heated exchanges. But um, uh, you know, came on, made some really good points. Mm-hmm. First international guest, and and Tom from. Uh, and again, I think we ought to give them a shout out. Yeah. Good people at Star and Crescent. Um, they've kind of been fabulous to us over the time, haven't they? They have. They've, they've been very supportive um, in um, in sharing that, that, that our episodes are up, um, and it's it's been you know it's been in great the conversations that, that we've had with them. Um, it's been interesting to see the sorts of responses that um, that we get. You know that our material gets when it's when it's um, pushed. You know, promoted on, onto their page. Um, yeah, but yeah well, it, I think it would be Star and Crescent. I don't think would make any any secret that the majority of their contributors are more left leaning. But I think you know one of the things, and I think that's why we've had some synergy with them. You know, I, I first wrote for them probably three three and a half years ago because um, they didn't have any conservative voices, you know, or conservative leaning content on there. And if you want to go back and look up my my um, missive, it's not easy to be a C word. I think it still holds true. I'm not going to make any comment about how easy you make it to be a C word. So then our our next one, so halfway, was the uh, was a, one of our interviews with with perhaps somebody who was not necessarily well known on the local no political scene, Amanda Martin. Um, and again, you know, uh, Amanda, very passionate, um, obviously unionists, local, as in a union um, leader, um, local school teacher, you know, spoke very passionately about education, which obviously her, um, you know, one of her real passions. So uh, no, really good to get a very different voice on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Great to have uh, Amanda in. Um, and she was the second of our um, of our parliamentary candidate guests um, that, that came on, so um, it was really, really, um, it was good to um, to have a widespread of um, representation from across the parties. But as we said before, um, for reasons um, to do with, um, should we just say for calendar reasons, um, we didn't hear from 
you know, we didn't, we weren't able to arrange anything with either of the um, incumbents. Um, oh, but, I think yeah. we've got to be honest, haven't we? Uh, Stephen Morgan uh, offered to um, send us some prepared answers, yeah. um, and unfortunately, uh, Penny didn't get back to us. No. So, um, but I guess you know, you you could say um, the the challengers have got the most to gain from actually that little bit more. I mean, I'm not saying that our, our little podcast gives people much more exposure, um, but just that, that, that little bit of, um, of a, of a chance to, for people to get to know them that little bit better. Uh, but it was really good. Um, that contribution from Amanda, good hearing her answers. Um, she faced the, the pot of pondering, um, well, and, um, yes, um, and gave some, gave some really great answers there. So what was, what was, what was next as we continue our countdown? Well, that was the one that I've never been able to pronounce properly, which is post hoc ergo pro de pro, pro, pro It was after the prorogation of um, Parliament. It was our last podcast of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, I'm going to probably... Um, and that was the one just after the general election, so the results yeah. were known. Yes. Obviously, we, we had to salute Stephen Morgan for his... You know, yeah, he, well, he, buck, buck, he bucking he, the national trend and uh, yes, uh, yeah, he he re- he really bucked the national trend by growing his uh, growing his his share of the vote in the in the south of the city, um, whereas Labour nationally um, absolutely crushed, uh, annihilated. Um, they didn't do oh. so. They, um, so they didn't do so well. You don't have to sound red like, like you're reveling in it. Smashed to um, pieces. But, the um, north and the midlands, okay, raising right. their hands to okay. go blue. Okay. Eighty seat majority. Oh. Boom! Project that number onto the side of television house. Okay. The crowds on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Okay. Don't. don't I was make... quite pleased with the result. Really, if, I, if I, I got that subtle hint. Don't make a mess. Um, so um, just to completely. Um, and the derision of um, of well, I, I don't know whether my the teacher that originally taught me Latin at, um, at school would would um, would be around, or certainly probably not listening. But isn't that um, therefore because of it? Um, is what that means? Oh, well, well I, I, I didn't do Latin. I grew up in um, Gosport. But I, to be fair, I don't remember that from from learning Latin. I remember that because it's the title of a West Wing episode, and it's and it's ah. something that's discussed um, in um, in the, in that episode. Um, so um, there we go. So moving on. Right, we're into our top four. Yeah. And uh, and it was the first one of our parliamentary candidates, who former council leader and leader of the. Um, local conservative group Donna Jones, mm-hmm. um, who was, um, you know, again, uh, Donna's another character who seems to draw strong emotions, and um, you know, again, but listening back to the podcast, there, you know, we got quite a lot of feedback on that one online about, you know, kind of the, the very natural and honest kind of gentle way. I think that was the one that caused us to be described as like desert island discs. But without the music. Okay. Um, okay. Um, well, I, I get. Uh, well, uh, well, we're all on our desert islands now. Exactly that. So, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed that one muchly. So we're on to yeah, and it, and it was and it was good because to be fair, Donna, Donna being the first one to agree to um, to come on the show with the parliamentary candidate set us off to a good start. Actually, having. Um, having um a heavy hitter like donna um on you know in straight away i think was a was a was a good 
um, was a was a good catch for us. I think. That no, was no, I, I, you know, again, there's, it, it, and look, this is, you know, the world of local politics is 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 a, it's quite a shallow pool. But I, I do remember having the, the slightly absurd conversation where my phone rang and I'm, I was having the conversation. Oh no, that's fantastic. Um, um, no, brilliant. No, great, Donna. We'll see you on Sunday. And Nikki was like, "Who was that?" As Donna Jones, and she said, "Do you mean Donna Jones, the ex-council <laughs> leader?" I said, yeah, yeah. Like, how has she got your phone number? Well, we move in, you know. Again, <laughs> well, you, you Tories, you move we're, in, you move in. We're, move, uh, myst- we're movers and shakers in the local. You, you move in scene. Mis- <laughs> mysterious but um, profitable ways. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, so the next top one, three. So top three. Like Winners should... and Grinners special, yes. number three. Yes. Uh, and again, I, I think in terms of our uh, in terms of our our work, you know, first time. Uh, and again, you learn as you go, don't you? I think we try and get three guests on one podcast. We've tried it twice. We, we won't be stupid enough to try it a third time. It's that element of um, you know, let, let's make sure we give people an, enough airtime. But but um, yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, unless we've got someone spare that can actually produce <laughs> while we're trying to talk. Um, yes, which, yeah. Which is sometimes why you, why I might go quiet in some of some of the more hectic episodes. Um, it's not because I haven't got anything to say. It's because I'm frantically trying to get technology to work in the background. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's probably one where we need to let our, our listeners know. You know, in terms of the production of this podcast, we do a little bit of research, but not too much. And to be fair to Simon, he does almost all the work and I just turn up and talk nonsense. Well, he, like a sort of political version of Jean-Michel Jarre, has about four keyboards and 82 <laughs> screens in front of him that he's trying to orchestrate at any given time. And the, the, the last 50 minutes as we've been doing these sort of go-live podcasts, the, you know, doing it live compared to the we'll record a bit, we'll stop, we'll have a cup of tea, which was our early motif. Yes. It is a, it is a different world now with the last 10 minutes. Me going, are you all right, Simon? Yeah, just hang on a minute. Uh, where's the screen gone? That one's disappeared. Oh, for God's sake. So it's... Uh, yeah, you know, but we haven't quite got to a point where we've gone on air with me shouting obscenities and, you know... No, um, and, and no but there might be the odd one um, <laughs> in the, the start. There, 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 now, well, there are some, there are some, um, there are some swears, to be fair, in some of the, in, in yeah. some of the non-live episodes as well. So um, I even kept them in with the editing. But, um, Absolutely. But yes, yeah, all of that time that I, I, that I spent recording a sound effect of a kettle boiling to kind of denote our end of a segment completely wasted absolutely who, wasted. who knows i i was now i we've got to be honest though i was never comfortable with the kettle boiling noise was i i didn't realize I, that you were uncomfortable with it i died i died suggested to you before i wasn't convinced it didn't sound a little bit like someone going for a wee <laughs> really to be fair yeah. if, if that's what it sounds like when you go to the go for a wee mate you yeah. need to see a doctor um, Could be bother. So, right, let's have a look. Number two is, in fact, and again, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Was our first ever episode. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly troubled that it might suggest that people listened to us once and never came back again. Um, well, I think they came back just in ever decreasing numbers. <laughs> exactly. So, well, well, we say that the stats tell us that um, that we're doing better now than we were last year. So, um, so I'm ever hopeful and top of the tree we've got to thank the great big orange man baby <laughs> donald trump 
it was the Donald Trump episode. Yeah. So uh, I think we've touched on that enough. But that was the one that got us. Uh, that that was the one that got us a worldwide phenomenon, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. For some, was... For, for some reason, weirdly looking at the stats, there was a particular point, and I think it was like two o'clock in the morning local time. There was suddenly then a great big spike of listens to the um, downloads to the um, to the episode um, from across the planet. I have absolutely no idea why, um, but it, it it just seems really bizarre, and I think that's why that one kind of you know bucks bucks the stats a bit. So it 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 does, and I think that's where you know kind of you never know. I'm fairly sure we didn't we have a, I'm sure we had a big spike of about four thirty or forty kind of people suddenly listening to us from Korea or Taiwan or yes. there was yeah. something very odd with that one. So yeah, some something something very 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 odd, um, but nonetheless. Um, we're, we're grateful for the listeners too. Um, yeah, we don't mind. We are. We'll, we'll take a global audience. So, looking back on the time, then Simon, what's been your favourite episodes? I don't know. It's, it's really difficult to choose. Um, I've really liked. I don't know that I could pin it. I'm sorry. I'm going to do that thing that I do quite a lot oh. of, of not actually choose a particular. It's like asking me to to choose which of my children I like the most. By the way, I've only got one child, so I was going to say that's easier for you than it is for me. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not um, you know let's not go there. So um, yeah, I, I I think to be honest with you, I think um, the episode with Jerry Brown where we get where he shared with us um, his really. Um, to be honest, he's really expert analysis of things to do with the the finances at Portsmouth City Council. I thought that was particularly informative. I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, and to be blunt, not something that either you or I um, were, were going to be able to get into that much of it, that much detail of. Um, so I thought Jerry's contribution was really, really, really fantastic. I thought the I thought the the winners and grinners was really good because we we got to spend some time with um with the the disparate of of candidates and I, and I did like the the parliamentary uh the parliamentary sessions where we we spoke to the the parliamentary candidates for December's election because again just getting to hear from those different people um because you know we both of us are, are really open about um where our political leanings are and um and about how involved we are with um with with the local political situation um so you know it, it is I, I think it's just nice to actually meet the person instead of mm. just see um the narrative that you see about someone on facebook or you know you know or you kind of at the at the end, other end of someone's facebook barrels where they're kind of saying you're a xyz because you said you know this and it's um so i yeah. I, I i like the meet that you know i like the the kind of the meeting of the human element at the end of the day the, the you know these these people aren't cartoon characters they're not um you know they're not disney villains they're actually people that are working really really hard sometimes ferociously yep. hard um and most times people don't actually see that and don't see how hard people um these people work to actually represent their communities so i think i think that's great I think that for yeah. me that would be my kind of thing. What about you? What's your favourite? Yeah, no. To that end, I, I actually think last week's with Steve Pitt. You know, in the the reality of mm -hmm. of being, you know, rather than having to kick about theoretical stuff, you actually, you know, being right at the heart of the challenge for the city. You know, I, I thought that was, I, in terms of our our best work, I think that was one of the best that we've produced. In terms of a different insight, um, I love the episode with John Ferret. You know, he is a uh, 
he is a, a well-known local character in the political scene you know has a perhaps a slightly different slant on things and i think you know he was very generous with his time very open with us um and again i think you know going back that that sort of winners of grinners special where you know we started to 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 get an insight into you know passionate local people who were involved in politics you know not for the fame or the glory or the big bucks but just because they cared about the people of the city and i think that's where you know across this this whole last year you know that that's the piece for me which i've been i've been you know i've really enjoyed um i can't believe we've made a year i can't believe we've made is this episode 32 uh, 34 34 you know we've done 34 episodes and you know i've i've you know, I've enjoyed lots of it. I think, you know, we, we, it has not taken off. We don't have hundreds of followers each week or hundreds of listeners, but it, it feels like, you know, there are some regular people who enjoy the insight that we bring. And, um, you know, fundamentally, I, I've, I've enjoyed doing it. And, um, yeah, wouldn't be without it. So we're carrying on, right? I think that's so. What that's what we're I saying. think so. You know, there's, and again, we we need to get out the other side of this COVID nineteen stuff because it's kind of dominating the agenda a little bit at the minute, isn't it? It's it kind of, you know, again, I was like, I was listening. I love the news quiz, and the Friday night's episode was well. We're going to try and cover other things other than COVID, but it's probably going to be a bit tricky. So, yeah, so I, yeah, fingers yeah. fingers crossed, we can we can get through this as quickly mm. and safely as possible, and um, and have lots of new things to to, to scuffle about. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, you know, so perhaps if people can kind of forgive us for being a bit self-referential talking about our anniversary and talking about our last year in the in the midst of the, you know, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic crisis. Um, but in, in some ways, that's actually a deliberate decision, not because we think that we're more, more important than that. We're obviously not. Um, but, you know, there's, there's, you know, for the for the good of us all, you know, you you it is it, it's obviously an, an absorbing um situation um but you it's probably quite healthy for that not to be the only thing you talk about absolutely absolutely um but not in a bill shatner sort of way of but talk about me <laughs> oh no no neither has got the bill shatner haircut am i uh well no to be fair i think that's a, there's a massive kind of two-page job i had a photograph taken with him when i went to um the is it the nec in birmingham Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years ago for the for the Star Trek 50th um, seriously it could have been a wax model that, um, really yeah uh, um, so but you see this massive queue of people you know handing over money to have a photo taken with you know with you know this really um, really seminal um, player in the in everybody's sci-fi consciousness um, so you kind of feel a bit you know you've got to remember this you know it'd be funny if it, 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 I, I wouldn't want my dad to sit there um, while these a succession of let's be honest succession of vague weirdos walk past <laughs> in, yeah, you know, in order to take a picture with them what was uh, it 10 or ago i think so. i can't honestly remember i can't i can't remember um but will wheaton was really fantastic he was really um, he was really welcoming and warm he was he was great um, excellent yes so um yes there's a slight diversion so what should we do what should we do for the year ahead Let's get through COVID and then work everything else out after that. Yeah, let's let's kind of make that. Like so we, we, we whether that's our technology failing us again or we haven't kind of heard from anybody. So sorry if um, was there anybody that wanted to join in 
Um, didn't... It's going to take one, isn't it? One, one's going to break ranks, and then there'll be hundreds of them. Well, be, well this is it. Know, I think we'll have I, to do crowd are control. The, are people just just that little bit embarrassed? A bit shy. To, to um, a little bit shy to kind of come on. I, I don't know. Look, we, we you know we don't want you know we're not here to to make examples of people. We just no. we just did it all. Well, while we kind of spindle around on that, we talked about where we get our listens from. Um, so our listen, most of them are as you'd expect in the UK, but about fifteen percent of them are from the US, um, which which is weird. And um, and most um, and actually, what what I find interesting is that um, less than half of our listens are from Portsmouth. Good Lord. But maybe it's people who are Portsmouthian by nature who find themselves elsewhere who want to keep in touch with we, our we great do. We have, we have people from all over the rest of the UK. Um, well, my, my auntie um, joins us from, um, from Andover. So, um, but we have people from, uh, people from Emsworth, Eastleigh, St. Helens. But we have, um, we've had listens from Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam and you know, all sorts of other places. I'm not going to list them. Um, but yeah, Waterlooville is on is our next most popular UK um, UK listen, um, and our our third most popular city is Mount View, um, California. Now that's where um, that's where Craig's based. Oh, indeed. So, so he is uh, our route into the international world. Old chum, our hour is up. Yep. We You've been listening to the Pompey Politics Podcast. Blue and yellow till we die. I'm a year older, but I'm still Ian Tiny Morris. And I'm a year older and still Simon Sandsbury. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> <laughs>